0: Hey guys, welcome to Three M Affairs Podcast. Um, today we will be talking about the critically acclaimed, acclaimed, yeah, and drugged, drugged, dragged uh, movie, the hottie and the naughty. It's actually the hottie. You or mean the hottie and the naughty?
1: The naughty, the or the no, naughty? Is it and like or guy, or like his it's friend. And. It's and, like his friend. The way his friend kept like saying oh, it. Wrong. The oh, the
0: naughty. Yeah. Um, the naughty.
1: The haughty and the <laughs> naughty.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to pretend to have really paid attention to the names of who created it, but Paris Hilton's in it.
1: Um, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, we can just jump right into it. Christine. In, I guess. Christine it's, a, it's a vanity project. For, vanity project for, uh, for Paris sure. She like produced it and starred in it. Yep. That's um, hot. But she didn't write or direct it. Like, but i can't find yeah, it was written by a I woman can't find, i can't find any other credits for either of those two people so i'm like did she make up two people oh interesting <laughs> to, to like I, I don't know there's the the lore in this, involved in this film is truly legendary and mythical is I can't it can't wait to it, dive into okay it. no <laughs> 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 for our listeners out
0: there everything we say unless noted probably has a nice like a hint of sarcasm to it um but before, before that, I do... You know, I'm very let's, genuine. <laughs> I'm genuine all the time. So we're trained to do and be. Um, yeah, live your truth. How are you guys doing?
2: Oh, uh, you know, I'm good. Uh, Toronto, uh, COVID's rising. A little stressful, obviously. But uh, other than that, things are good. Um, yeah, a couple things coming up. A couple of projects. Very excited about. Um, yeah, definitely can't complain. So... Excited to act. Get back to work. You know.
0: How are auditions? Are you you still doing auditions every... Yeah,
2: yeah. It's... uh, Every other day, every day. it's been good. Um, It seems like the bigger stuff is getting, you know, um, postponed and slowed down, which is totally fair. You know, there are a lot of American productions here Mm. and, and insurance and things like that. So every week there's new news about that kind of stuff. But... Uh, there's room for indie stuff and small projects and music videos and commercials and, and things like that. So lots of auditions. Um, actually I, th- I'm waiting for confirmation, but I think I'm booked on a music video coming up and the audition for it was great. That is read like a poem. And I was like, oh, I want this. Oh, this oh, is awesome. Cool. I hope this is like, you know what I mean? I don't know where we're going. I don't know what the plan is or what they're thinking. But as soon as I heard, that, I was like, yep, this is the type of project that I would love to be a part of, please. <laughs> so There you
1: go. Poetry, huh?
2: I, I do love I do love poetry.
1: Fucking so fucking Fun lame. fact,
2: I was a published poet when I was 12. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I think cool. I, a, I had a
2: 9-11 writing poem. Peak, poem uh, writing peak published. and then never again.
1: We yep. we just almost uh, completely skated over what Josh just said, what? which is he said he had a nine eleven poem. Yeah, when I was like, like
0: in third. Clarify, like,
1: please, <laughs> what that means.
0: Well, there was I think it was there was a project of uh, like a writing assignment about your like thoughts on mm. the terrorist attack on nine eleven, you know, two thousand one. And I think it got published somewhere Man, in the Midwest. <laughs> oh, just like as a kid, you know, like, I don't yeah, know. What did I you say? On. It
1: was Hold bad. On. I I'm don't like, find hi. this odd <laughs> at <laughs> all. To
2: be clear, mine was like a Remembrance Day poem. So it's also like about like, yeah, I don't find so. that weird at all that Josh has to write a poem am on I my the, own. Am I the <laughs> odd one, out. one out? Yeah, I think so. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so they they got you guys that early, huh? With the propaganda, the poetry that's propaganda. Crazy. What are you sure. talking about? <laughs> well, no, just like the fucking. I, no one was asking me my fucking that's, opinion. Here's so you're the also at like an academy
2: for. Yeah, but so was I. Oh yeah. Did I, don't, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, but here's the thing:
1: what you, thoughts could you, you were, possibly you were, have had on it? I, Did you understand what was going on about it? Or no, I didn't yeah. extent- exactly. That's what I'm saying like you know it's you how can you have okay. like a complex so I would like to about the <laughs> geopolitical like they're like hey how do you feel about these people that flew a plane into a building you're like oh it was bad i you know i
0: would i would like to i would like to just clarify that i would like to put a pin until i find yes. the poem or whatever I'm yeah actually you know thinking what that's about. <laughs>
1: so i literally cannot wait to read <laughs> yeah. and then we will have a dramatic reading of that- it Taylor's just breaking
2: down like the worth of the writing when clearly the idea is just to have kids express themselves. Like blatantly, that's the idea.
1: <laughs> no, I wasn't like I wasn't like questioning. No, maybe what it's
2: great. I'm just saying like Thirteen-year-old Thirteen? <laughs> <laughs> How old are you?
1: If you're thirteen oh, when no, I, I, mean, mean, because, yeah, I, we're I was eleven, yeah. Um, no, I, I didn't mean, like, I didn't mean like that. I just meant, like, what a fucking weird thing for your teacher to have you do. Yeah, I not don't know. That, not I, on, it's not on you. It's oh, on I'm the teacher. Sorry, being like, I know how to get this. I know how to kick this lesson off. Let's ask them how they feel about fucking 9-11. <laughs> Maybe, what? Yeah. That's bizarre. How Maybe how I don't know. How is that yet. bizarre? We started
2: lovely class at school with them being like, hey, uh, just, you know, want to have a nice 10-minute check-in, see how you guys are feeling. We know, like, school is pretty stressful. <laughs> That's crazy. No, Our school but, but like, here's the a, sweatshirt you're wearing.
0: Oh, he's a little oh, dude, That's well, what he was but saying.
2: We're adults
1: yeah, yeah. with that's like so the much ability weirder. to have like <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying we're adults with the ability to have like nuanced understandings yes, about things. Brandon, weird. don't
0: don't put don't put social norms of talking about feelings on. Yeah, right? I, I
1: apologize. I take that bad. That was our experience. It's judgmental. not weird. People. Hey, Brandon. About- that was pretty problematic of you. Honestly, I think we're gonna have to have a talk. Can we just it's have a true. whole podcast okay. of just like we're buzzwords have
2: to and to my dad for HR after? Um, I'm the head of HR, so I'm gonna meet me myself.
1: Oh, you're the head of HR. <laughs> That's like having like. Don't- Dude, One of the most problematic teachers at your school will be the head no, of the student situation. No, I don't like what liaisons. you're doing right now. Or you're something.
2: Be in a bad light. What? I don't appreciate it.
1: you. How is it painting you in a bad light? I'm not going to name this person. Uh, <laughs> did you miss what I said? No, Oh, oh,
2: let's oh, cut. Let's cut. Oh, okay, I got you. Never mind.
1: Let's let's cut back. Let's cut back to Josh's 9/11 poem. <laughs> so here's 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 the thing. So that just seems like something that would be an idiocracy. You know what I mean? Great. It's Like, and then we had all the kids write a poem about. 9 <laughs> of, can sorry.
0: I can I can yes. I say in like an actual statement like I, what I was been trying to say? But oh, Caleb sorry. apparently gets triggered very Look, easily. I, when yeah, he's you triggered me. So sorry. I actually don't know what it's about. For whatever reason, I'm, conf- <laughs> I'm conflating because there was also a project in the third grade. I remember 9-11 happening in middle school. So like in sixth grade.
2: Oh my God. No, 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 Josh, we're the same age. 9-11 happened when we were in third grade, for sure.
0: No, because I remember being in the the middle school when it happened.
1: So Josh, if you're three, you're three years older than me and 9-11 happened for me when I was in the third grade. So I was in the sixth grade. Yeah, it must have been the sixth grade for you in the fifth grade. No, that's
2: not right.
1: 2001. Well, uh, we'll come back. No, it was. Yeah, because I I moved to New York when I was in the third grade. And I I remember being in in New York. I I I specifically remember that. That I do remember going to my teacher. I was in the third grade.
2: And we're not the same age.
1: You couldn't (laughs) have been in the third grade because I was in the third (laughs) grade. This is such a dumb conversation because we're just not
2: doing math. We're just all refusing to do math (laughs) right now.
1: No, okay. So I was born in 1993, right? So that means that I would have been eight. Yeah, which is not in, third grade. No, but no, eight. So you subtract five. That's how, and that's how you get your what grade you were in from your age. You subtract five, which is th- which is uh, three, third grade. You fucking bastard! <laughs> I was doing the right math, so you can go find myself. You I, <laughs> I was death, any I
2: was of death, my memories. I was definitely <laughs>
0: in sixth grade, so. Anyway, what I'm (laughs) I'm saying is that there was a, there was a poem or some sort of thing that I remember something getting published, but there was also a writing event in third grade three years prior that I was, was able to get to, that was an extra thing outside of school that. Oh, so you took it upon yourself. So I don't know which one I'm actually thinking about, but I will get back to you. I will do some research. I think you should read
2: the poem on the Um, podcast personally.
0: For the first time, I I totally will. Without looking at it first. (laughs) But I, I I, want (laughs) to, I want to, you know, I want to help to say that, like, I don't actually know for sure if it's about 9 11. That's That's what came to my head. So I apologize for the tangent of like 10 minutes or 5 minutes. On, uh, we can cut way, all this, but I just think it's fascinating. And that's w- Oh, we're not going to cut any. I how often do I actually cut things that's from also that we talked
2: about? such a good point. But um <laughs> that's way better that you don't know and it's going to be a surprise. So, wait, next episode tune in for a surprise poem by Josh Stewart. <laughs> sorry a surprise <laughs> yeah. poem by a young josh Stur, anywhere from grade three to grade six we're not quite sure but we'll get back to you on that one
1: <laughs> no i'm tell- fine whatever <laughs> also yeah, if slam it's 9-11 poetry, i was, slam I was definitely not to we'll get brandon to read his, his that i work. loved
2: uh that we started with the hottie and the naughty and got to 9-11 within minutes <laughs> so that's just uh i mean who knows what's gonna that happen. One directly
1: <laughs> led to the um, other and I'll let, I'll let you guys decide which one. Was I, which. Uh,
2: if we're not getting into the movie right away, I have a show that I'd love to talk about. Um, yeah. so yeah. I don't know if you guys heard of the show. I popped on Amazon Prime the other day just to see what was up. New show popped up, uh, Utopia. I watched like, f-
0: oh yeah, I just wanted, it won an Emmy. Did it? The other, how? It just came out. <laughs> one of the, I'm no, 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 no no,
2: no, no, He's thinking of, um, uh, he's, you're thinking of the Zendaya show, uh, uh, Euphoria. Ah, yeah. Euphoria, yeah. Uh, okay. Euphoria, one, all the anime. Apparently, it's amazing, and I actually saw a couple of clips of, of on YouTube the other day, and it's it's incredible. I just don't want to watch high schoolers do. I don't know. You know what I mean? Why not? I don't know. I just, I'm over it, I guess. Like, you
1: know? Uh, what, you don't want to watch a bunch of sexualized teenagers doing drugs and like fucking each other up? I mean, I hear it's amazing. What's, what's, what's wrong with you? Also, like, they're all, <laughs> all our
2: age, the address and stuff, and I'm so aware of all that. I just like the content. I, I don't know. If I'm just, yeah, I don't know. I, like, I'm, I'm just no, not I doing mean, the high school. I fan. mean, you,
0: you just got done finishing. Thirteen Reasons Why, and you're
1: just kind of over the whole. I I handily can't
2: watch that show just out of like. Why would you? Oh no no no! It's so funny. Why would you, Brandon? It's so funny.
1: Like the so. Okay, sorry. I want to talk about Utopia because I actually have thoughts on Utopia as well. But for just really quickly, Thirteen Reasons Why. A horrible idea. Well, that's the fact that that, like they presented it. They like presented it very kind of like. I, I don't know if disrespectfully is the right word, but like irresponsibly maybe is a better word. I agree. Um, That glorifies like, you know, teen suicide caused a spike in like those in the United States. I don't know about the global stats, just like a completely fucked up thing that happened. But everything after season one is so funny because of how incompetent it is. Like they try to like backtrack and like, and Sorry, make everything yeah. justify all the choices and then all the acting's terrible the writing's awful it's genuinely one of the things i like marvel at i'm like how how do they keep getting worse and worse and making poorer and poorer choices it really is like Whoa. a master class what not to do when you're making a tv show Whoa. it's so funny it's so funny Whoa. you guys gotta watch it you guys that's why i laughed
0: chance. at the movie we're talking
1: about <laughs> i mean
2: i also don't, i don't yeah anyways um so Utopia. Utopia. I watched like four episodes last night. <laughs> um, obviously it is the most up my alley show ever. It's you know a comic book that's like telling the future and plagues and it, I just fucking loved it off the bat. I thought the style of it was uh, really unique. A couple really really good writing things. Like Caleb, have you watched it at all? Or you just saw the trailer. Or?
1: So it's adapted from a British show. Oh really? Uh, that already exists. So I'm like, I don't. Why would I? You know,
2: yeah, yeah, I got like, yeah, I, it, it, I know. It's you. just,
1: well, don't say it like that as if I'm <laughs> the crazy one. It's like we have this huge fucking problem in this industry where everything is just a remake of something else, and like the show already exists. Like, so we have the internet, How right? old is which the means show? that it's like I don't know. It was in the 2000s. Well, something. yeah. So then it's like that's a fair time. to What do you mean? You can go Google and just watch it. Like, why does it need to be like uh, HBO is the seal that makes it like good and okay. Like, it's just like, fuck, come up with an original Uh, idea. It's an HBO
2: show. No wonder it's so good.
1: (laughs) Or no, wait, sorry.
2: Amazon, whatever. No wonder it's so good.
1: (laughs) Same with euphoria. Euphoria is an adaptation of Israeli TV show. Like everything just like, just fucking write something. Have an idea. Like have an original
2: thought. And I, and I get that. And that's, fair of you to say but also like obviously for something like euphoria what's making that what it is is you know the, the acting and things like that i mean obviously zendaya just won the emmy she's apparently unbelievable in it so yes okay. like adaptation, but you gotta really respect the fact that the production team the writing of every episode i mean everything on a show like that is as top level as it gets so like i understand what you're saying but you gotta also appreciate that they took something and then we're like we are gonna throw everything at it because we love the content and we want to make it as good as possible
1: and i think this how do you know how do you know that the source material isn't like also great is what i'm saying like that's an assumption i feel like that you're making that like it is better now that it's been done i'm right. not yeah
2: i'm making an assumption that it's better i'm making an assumption that they're trying Okay, you know, like I you're think saying, what he's
1: saying. I think
0: he's what he's saying is instead of it's not a negative, it's going it's a to like positive. The, oh, another like another remake of something that happened overseas or whatever. Yeah. you know, it's going to what be whatever, whatever. Which is what it which is what it is. Yes, you know? instead of be like, oh, I'm not going to watch it. Like, you know, there. You know, let's see. Like everybody loved The Office over here. You know, I don't. Yeah, you everybody
1: know, did. I, I didn't. I mean, I didn't,
0: I didn't. I didn't watch the whole thing. But like, I love it. In terms of I just, what know.
2: just did a gym monologue.
0: <laughs> but i think I, that's what brandon's saying is like don't don't knock it until you know you've seen this version of it you know like but, we've seen a billion i don't know what's been remade I, like every, everything everything every
1: there blockbuster is, there is a no there is no or original adaptation. idea anymore <laughs> like, you know I, it's just I, I i'm fatigued i think though yeah i, I
2: think that uh and I, it's very, very easy to have an opposite opinion, but I think that generally people are putting their time in to make these projects or make anything. As you know, it's all your time, you know what I mean? So at every one of these points, somebody at the middle of it, it's a passion project. And if it's an adaption, it's because they loved the original project. So I, I, I don't take it as a negative. You know what I mean?
1: Uh, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I'm not, I'm not, Like saying that it's automatically bad for the reasons I'm saying, either. I'm not saying like it can't be good, but I do think it's indicative of a lack of like creativity and a lack of like original thought. Well, that's also
2: completely fair. That
1: has been, that has been like pervading our industry for. Decades upon decades at this point. I mean,
0: Broadway is one of the worst things in the world. Like I'm speaking
1: and I'm speaking as somebody who really wants to make my own stuff. And it's so disheartening to like watch and have everything be like, oh, this is a remake. Oh, this is a remake. Everything that gets greenlit in the And also I genuinely and not like I totally hear what you're saying. And I agree with you to a point, Brandon. But I do think there is something to say for like our colonial attitude in America of just like taking everything from overseas And just like making it ours and like Americanizing it. And now it's like something that everybody can watch. Which I feel like the globalization that the internet has allowed should like have kind of like deterred that a little bit. But
2: here's the thing. And I think it's interesting that you say that because that's not, I mean, that is happening, but it's happening both ways. And that's interesting because it is like your guy's attitude, right? Something like It's Always Sunny has copies in like 30 countries like there's it's always sunny in Moscow there's always sunny in, you know what I mean and those are all exactly what you're saying right where America or Canada or whoever we, you know are taking things from other countries and adapting it it's happening another way too so it's not yes, yeah,
1: but also though it's different I think it's different and this is just me like not arguing this is just me explaining. no yeah t- 100% t- I feel like it's different because Hollywood is America's biggest cultural export. So, like, all of the countries are getting that. That's what they're getting. Right. And because there aren't these industries and infrastructures set up in other countries to create that. Like, you know, so, like, the fact that there's an Always Sunny, like, I mean, I think those guys are geniuses. So, like, of course, we're exporting that. And then other people are like, oh, this is, like, the best what that's (laughs) happening in comedy. So we're going to do that so that they can go and create their own things. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I do think that it's a little bit different. Like going I, I, one way and the other. I, I understand other.
2: what you're saying. One one side is holding all the cards.
1: Oh like, yeah, all I the understand. cards. It's just it, and it's I, so cool. Uh, yeah. No, I, look. If you like the show, like it's great. And I don't. But like no, it's, I, I'm just as somebody who already saw in, it. I'm like in
2: general. <laughs> in general, it's, now yeah. It's like uh, I, I I genuinely think, and I totally understand, especially your perspective as a writer, somebody who's trying to create their own content. Um, it's a different perspective, right? Yeah. for me i just want to get anything made you know like i just want to work
1: <laughs> yeah so, Yeah. maybe that's what i should be doing no no too. but, no, but it's, it's
2: different yeah i mean i'm an actor you know what i mean i yeah. you know it's, it's it's like obviously you're an actor as well but you're also a writer that's the point that i'm making you know what i mean no, so you're creating your own shit so it's uh
0: and I'm, and I'm assuming there's like multiple layers like the reasoning the reason why I mean, Netflix in Canada has different content than Netflix in the United States, and you feel like it's all like one parent company. Like, there's there's Netflix Europe, you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's all different content, all different you know things and licensing and whatever because the internet. And so, just like when you think about globalization, you think like, well, why can't we just access? Why can't we have the that opportunity to access it? Why do we have to go to fourteen different things? Right. You know, and I'm not saying there there has to be, no, but like no, no, you're right. when you have to, when I want to watch like, you know, a foreign film, I we have to really kind of go to the Criterion Collection, right? You know, to to have those kind of films. But there are all these other kind of TV shows and things like that in different languages that you know I was you know researching um, Tim, or, well, a future guest of ours, we just got in the books, which we're really excited about. Um, about a lot of his TV shows in Germany and Berlin and stuff and I would love to like try to find those to kind of watch a little bit of them you know but like I don't know because of there's such that separation still within with with rights and contracts and yeah, it becomes, like that. it becomes
1: difficult but also not that I would ever condone this but you can find anything you want on the <laughs> internet if you look hard well, enough that's not that I would true. ever ever condone that because piracy is wrong but you can do it if you, if you have to, but don't, but you can, but don't do it. Sorry. <laughs> if anyone is, li- if any potential sponsors are listening, we do not condone piracy. <laughs> that's our <laughs> official stance.
2: <laughs> this has been brought to you by Pirate Bay.
1: <laughs> um, uh, this week's sponsor, Tor- NordVPN. <laughs>
2: uh, also, sorry, I don't mean to check my phone. That was actually an email just confirming that I that video. So that's great. That's great, man.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yes, Brandon. Speaking of uh, original content, did you were you able to check out the short? I
2: uh, I wasn't unfortunately. I apologize. It's been okay. very very crazy here.
1: Cool. Do you want to watch I, and we'll talk yes, about it next I, week? I or? Yes, if that's okay. okay yes, great. I just no, yeah.
2: uh, I thought I'd have more time after the, uh, hottie and the naughty today, uh, and I. But didn't. you
1: just had to you just had to kind of marvel at the mastery. Te- decompress, it guys. Decompress I, I don't do it. I've been I, nauseous this guys, whole time because I know exactly guys, what you're going to say,
2: guys. Here's the thing about the hottie and the naughty, okay? From,
1: okay. From, Tell us what the thing is. I'm going to
2: give you the, the, the branded perspective from, uh, my morning watching the hottie or the naughty, okay? If that's cool, if we're ready to, you know, what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah. Do, I mean, do we need a break or can we no, go am right No, I'm in? good.
2: I'm going about you guys. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's
0: do just it. Let's go. Let's go. We're going it. the break. All right. oh, let's, let's get this, get this episode, nightmare right? over the with. Super important <laughs> episode. was,
2: as, you know, representing Capsule Corp, uh, Oh,
1: that's a cool sweater. Where'd you get
2: it? Uh, I got it from a good buddy of mine.
1: Yeah. A good buddy who is too fat to fit into it. Cause Chinese sizes are like ridiculous. Anyway, it's, sorry. It's
2: very tight. It's, it's very tight. I've considered it taking it it off the arms cause it's, yeah, it is. It, yeah,
1: It's real tight on the chest. <laughs> t- yeah. It's real
2: tight on my, uh, my, uh, my Ted area. Um, so Brandon, before you go this. in, let me let
0: me do the the formal okay, just like a quick synopsis and then thoughts. Okay, oh, I'm very uh, excited for the synopsis. <laughs> so <clears throat> good. So just to preference th- preference this, I chose the hottie and the naughty specifically because it got raked through every single fucking critic rating. Whatever. I think it's a nine on or seven on Metascore. It has like a one like a 6% on rotten tomatoes like it's i think someone quoted when it came out that okay imagine the worst movie you've ever seen and then think of something worse than that and that's this movie um and this is after i've watched the movie so like i'm whatever i specifically wanted to bring on a movie to this podcast to see if if there was something to be said about just an objectively, not subjectively even, an objectively just awful movie, so Brandon,
1: so Brandon, thoughts. Are you guys ready? Yeah, I, I cannot wait. I'm on the edge of my fucking. Seat. I have so many Literally, thoughts.
2: I have so many thoughts. Okay, so here's the thing. I when I when I started the movie, all the only person I knew that was in it was Paris Hilton. Ah, uh, I don't know his name, and I wish I did. But then there's...
1: Joel David Moore.
2: Joel David Moore, the fucking man in everything. You know what I mean? He's great. Grant- Is
0: he the B-rated Dane Cook, I think? Like he looks <laughs> like Dane Cook a little
2: bit. <laughs> I appreciate that comment. I gotta, a fucking I gotta take a time out. <laughs> a second here? That
1: was so... You were ready. For, you were, You had that one in your back pocket. I could tell you were ready to, to shove that one out. That was great. I need a,
2: I need a full <laughs> reboot. Just give me a second. I gotta...
1: Brandon, you kind of look like a more handsome version of him.
2: I appreciate that. I'm going to reboot again. <laughs> 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 D- didn't my overload, you?
1: overload. Okay,
2: here's I. He's. A, I love him. He's the best. Ever since Grandma's boy, he's the shit. He's he's very funny in in everything I've seen him in. So he comes up, and I'm like, oh, great, awesome. I I know that for 90 minutes, I can watch him do whatever. And be generally entertained. You know what I mean? And then my favorite movie trope ever is the, hey, here's this outrageously attractive girl. We're going to throw like crazy shit on her face to pretend that she's not outrageously attractive for 10 minutes as this movie progresses. So that's one of my favorite movie tropes ever. So we start with that and you are like, oh, cool. And then Paris Hilton. And that's a whole acting travesty <laughs> that I have a theory about. I know... The what,
1: light... I just watched the light fade from your eyes in real time as soon as you started talking about her. That was fantastic. So,
2: I I know I'm all over the place here. I have a lot of thoughts about this movie, but I want to talk about Paris Hilton's acting for a minute, and I think I know... I have a theory um, on...
1: Let us know when you see any of it.
2: Yeah, so here's the thing. I, I have a theory why it's just so... Just nothing, right? She's so... okay clearly like uncomfortable or whatever it is but there's just like a gap you know like you're
0: uh, not just a gap like a, a a chasm that can only be bridged by
2: it's uh, you know almost unexplainable so i was like started thinking i was like how do i explain that and here's my thought it seems like she has spent every single day of her life acting since a certain point right as some mm-hmm. character that she think and i just saw an interview where she says this and starts speaking and sounds completely different, like a normal person. So I found it very interesting. And if I'm honest, I kind of bought it. So
0: the what the ditzy like shell of the a... fact
2: that that's kind of bullshit.
1: That's like an act.
2: Yeah, yeah. And like I was listening to this interview and I was like, oh, all right. Well, that's just a comp- very different tone of voice and mannerism. And I was like, OK, weird. Did
0: you watch the documentary? No, I, just, Brandon? I just
2: saw part of it. I just saw this interview. Um, like okay. but I was like okay interesting you know who knows maybe she just grew up and matured and whatever but this is a younger version of her and that is very much <laughs> what her life was all about at the time she was yeah, one of the most famous is. people in the world you know and that is and based 100% on this public persona then you throw her in front of a camera and be wow. like play the person you're supposed to be and then this character so you're a mask on top of a mask delivering what are terribly written lines anyway is hence the chasm. My theory. I don't know. Thoughts. <laughs>
1: okay. So you think she's playing like five D chess and is like, actually like, no, I don't no, 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 know. No, but I, don't, not, I don't know what the conclusion you're saying. It well,
2: it's just way too much. Like, you know what I mean? Like you Here's can't <laughs> possibly like, it's so.
0: So you're saying they hired uh, a person who plays this like persona influencer person in real life, hired that person person to play who she has to be 24 7 and for a, a movie is what you no saying. i'm saying
2: she decided to make a movie and yeah then she produced it they were like yeah. here's By here's a script that should be super easy because it's you but that's not even her <laughs> so it's like now i'm playing the character that i'm playing every day and then now i'm just playing any other character and so it's like a double. It's a double wall; hence, this so, fucking giant okay. chasm we're talking about. Of of so, what the fuck wait, is I, happening?
1: On. I'm not necessarily saying I I'm out. I'm ready to like dismiss what you're saying outright, but I'm confused oh, as, feel as the free to the
2: ultimate. because I'm talking nonsense.
1: <laughs> I, I'm confused as to the ultimate point you're making. Like, so you're saying that no point. Like, are you saying that she's actually not a bad actress? No, or like I'm just
2: trying to explain so what you how bad she is.
1: Okay. It's so All perplexing right. to I me. Was...
2: We've seen so many people just get up and like talk and you're like, "Okay, cool. Like you're just a person talking." The fact yeah, that a cold reading be been a person talking through an entire movie is almost though. <laughs> in a film, you have endless takes. It's
1: almost unimaginable. Endless takes. They didn't even have the budget to go to more than one location. What are you talking about? (laughs) They filmed in and around the Santa Monica pier for like three weeks. And that's the fucking movie. No, here's my thing with Paris Hilton. I I have no problem believing that she's an intelligent person, but I don't think that, I don't think that that, I don't think that that contradicts the fact that she's still a fucking vapid soulless person as well. Like, they, and i think that's what's co- like she doesn't don't know how to do genuine emotion especially well, when it's like facilitating it like for an acting role like it's it, it is like it does it, it, she feels absent like checked out yeah, yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. thing like nothing she says yeah. is convincing nothing's connected and and it's and it's that's crazy for two reasons and like one is because it's literally her vanity project <laughs> like she <sighs> produced and like made this movie the star in. So it's bizarre that she seemingly either doesn't care or doesn't have the capacity to emote. But also, why is this the Vanity Project? She's not even one of the two main characters. Right. She's not the protagonist and she's not the actual love interest. Right. So it's fucking bizarre. No, 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 no. Here's why.
2: Here's why. Because I... Would think that she was supposed to be slated to play the other character, and somebody realized, oh my god, this movie is gonna be terrible because she's in 70% of it already. If she's in the main character, if she's the main person and has to do any kind of emotion, this is gonna be way worse. That being said, my other point <laughs> that might be controversial is if you lift oh, Paris Hilton out of this movie, right, and put in anyone else. It's just a normal movie. It's a totally average movie.
1: I, I disagree. You disagree? I think, I think I
2: thought that, like, and again, <laughs> that, maybe the like, production's not great and stuff, but, like, the main guy, uh, I'll watch him in whatever. I thought the main girl did a totally fine job with what, you know what I mean? Like, all the actors, those two actors, with what they had. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was like, all the actors. No, but the two, but the,
2: <laughs> the, the two of them, like, if any scene that was just the two of them, I was like, I, you could lift this out and put this in whatever and I'd watch it. I mean, they, I mean,
0: they brought the bare minimum that you needed to have to have like a romantic yeah. kind of comedy like makeover
1: type of okay. movie. Here's my hot take. I, 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 I sort of disagree with you on Joel like David Moore. Like, I I guess he's doing his best, but that character is such a fucking scumbag and we'll get into like right, why but That's not
2: what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the acting. Like I like him as an actor. Obviously, that character sucks.
1: <laughs> but I genuinely and shoot me down but I genuinely think Christine Lockin was great. Is she the girl? Like, yes, I thought she was. The, the, she's yeah. she's the the naughty, she's, the titular she, naughty. She was the the
0: best. She actually brought like. Yeah, she was, very she was, was like, endearing, you, yes. she was endearing end. End. and yeah. sweet
1: and funny yeah. and like was emotional. Like she had real emotions yes. in this movie and it, it took me completely by surprise and it makes me sad because I looked up her career and she hasn't really done much. See, that's like a lot of voiceovers,
0: a lot of video games and stuff, A lot, right? a lot of like, voiceovers. Kind of, so
1: she has a career, but it's like I watched this and I was like, you're way, way too good for this. But it's also- that's like the She thing. was so great.
2: You, I, I'm, I'm so glad you said that because I agree wholeheartedly. And that, that was my point. Is like, like you said, okay, maybe I'm um, colored, uh, my mind's like rose colored with him, the, the guy, because grandma's boy and like, you know, it's just a bunch of those movies that I grew up on that he's in and hilarious. So, but you're right. He's doing enough, right? I think we can say that. He's doing enough that if, when he's in scenes with her and she's killing it, they're good scenes when it's just the two yeah, of have them.
1: Like, they have chemistry. They have chemistry. A bit. It's, it's crazy. Good
2: scenes. And that was my point. So the scenes where I got to forget this was a Paris Hilton movie. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, I, if this was the movie, I would have watched it before. Or if it was on TV and I saw that scene, I'd be like, oh, what
1: is this? The reason I'm giving you pushback, though, is because I don't think removing Paris saves it completely. Because at its core, it's still a terrible script. Right. Horrible, yeah. Yes, like moral. 100%. Yeah. And, and like just the fact of just removing her, you, you still have this like really fucking gross story that is mean spirited and cruel <laughs> yes. and has like, it's very like amoral. And so, which is like, and I'm sorry, Josh, uh, we've been like kind of commanding this. I want to get your take too. But I just want to say something happened to me when I watched this movie. And I think it's that <sighs> I literally don't think my brain could comprehend what I was watching, how bad it was and I tried to convince myself that it was actually like a subversive comedic masterpiece that was misunderstood (laughs) upon release. And I got pretty far with, with that train of thought. Like I was like, actually, if you read between the, between the lines, there's a lot of like condemnation of like, <laughs> I don't know, it's all bullshit. This movie's trash, but like, there's there, th- there are these moments where it threatens to be like, you like interstellar,
0: didn't you? You were like
1: behind the bookshelf oh, trying I didn't to like, like I, oh, no, figure I, I, out I, like, yeah, I was Matt McConaughey. I was like, it's love, it's love is the secret of the universe, which is <laughs> <laughs> fucking garbage. Also, like we'll talk about that another time. I know you did, you smarmy fuck. No, I just <laughs> don't have a problem
2: with stuff like that.
1: I know I it's fine. Sorry. I didn't mean to say no, it's so okay. That. But I'm saying like this movie threatens to like wink at the camera a little bit. Cause like it's about LA and how vapid of a town that is. Yeah. Right. So like, it would make sense that all these characters are fucking vapid, uninteresting, like monsters, but the movie never makes that. Co- it never makes that leap to having self-awareness. Like the big monologue that Paris Hilton has it's like, you know what? You do suck. You can't sing, you can't dance, you're not cool, yeah. and I'm okay, way hotter sorry. than you. And I gave you a chance, but you're a fucking loser. And she like, walks the Can we talk about that
2: for a minute. That's one of the funniest oh lines God. I've ever heard. You can't I would like to I would like to I'd like to say something. Sorry,
0: sorry Josh, go um, ahead. <laughs> no, it's cool. I love I love your guys' passion. I have the same passion. I just it's just deep down in it. Um, to to Brandon's point about Christine that's, that's the actress's name, right? Christine, Christine. Locken,
1: yeah. um, uh, J- uh June. June, yeah. yep.
0: June. So yes, here's yeah. the thing. We talked about last week about, you know, and Death Becomes Her, about the the women and, like, this culture of, like, trying to, like, be stay beautiful forever and things like that. And, you know, it's like beauty is is outside, right? Like, you can't, you have to be the perfect one. And this movie is, like, just the, the crudest thing to, like, you know, there's a, there's a, you know, two minute seems like 10 minute, like, montage of just her running, and the way they shoot it is just her, like, look how hot Paris Hilton is now, as a gay man, I don't define her, I can see she's pretty, but she's like, uh,
1: she's not even the hottest girl no, in this movie, no, exactly, and like, it's, it's
2: <laughs> <what's> crazy, <laughs> she's not, and it's, you watch this movie, and you're like, I, yeah, what you
0: could tell you could tell she was like i don't know who like the director. i forgot who the director was but like whatever i don't think he's real were, i swear I, <laughs> I don't think
1: he's real i don't think he's a real person i'm sorry but go ahead okay <laughs> but just every
0: time she was like blocked or anything it was just like a selfie pose or like a it was there was like a thing to like just show how hot she was her mouth never closed um it her was just this really weird thing up. where like you know let's have a scene where just all these high. guys tripping over each other because of how hot this person is this woman is. And my biggest issue, because, you know, I, I get, I give things a lot of breathing room, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I do have a, a thing where I can, I can maybe try and I can, I can see what the the work is. But this one, I was so mad the whole time <laughs> that Joel's character, um,
1: Nate Cooper,
0: Nate Cooper. How can you forget? So the legendary- like, the thing is like, okay. he like goes across country from Maine to LA
1: represent Maine by to, uh, yeah. Beautiful state. They didn't um, film that in Maine. It was clearly a gray filter over a Los Angeles backlot, by the well, way.
0: <laughs> sure, yes. Yeah, that's why it's like somewhere in Maine. Somewhere, somewhere in nowhere Maine. Nowhere. Yeah, they don't even know. They've um, been. <laughs> and so he goes cross-country to find this girl because he thinks that's his true love. Which right? is fucking crazy. Because yes, I, I, I get. Just shh, breathe, Caleb. No, but like, like. Just let me, let me finish uh, real quick. Um, you know, but. That all builds to like. Of course, she has this like this this notion that the best friend says about like she only gets hotter because her best friend gets uglier every fucking time. Like she sucks the beauty out of this person. I'm like, what horse shit? Like what? And so it's just like <laughs> I totally yeah. And it's that gross. Idea. It's it's just it's gross. You know what I mean? Like the toenail stuff, the the mole stuff, the teeth stuff. Like yeah, that's all nasty. It's just it's. It's nasty They're supposed to, like, I think they were trying to be funny with it, but it was not. It was just was not funny. And, but anyway, the whole monologue building to this character, this growth of like, oh no, you were supposed to be the person. I find it very upsetting that the only reason he's having that conversation with her is because she's now, like, beautiful. Well,
2: that's what I'm saying. No, this movie no. is like a
1: horrible moral state. Yeah, and actually,
2: can I go back to, to what you were saying, especially about, like, I want to make something clear. When I said my favorite like movie trope, it's like, and I mean it in a way that always makes me think about the actors and all of that. Like it's cause it's the, it's the worst every time. Is that exactly what you're talking about? Like the moles and the teeth and all of that. It's the same thought process that I have when it's like a show where they're making fun of like a fat actress or the Chris Farley, um, uh, Patrick Swayze thing. Like you're a person, you know what I mean? The dead actress is a person. And obviously, like, that's part of the reason I think that they go so ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, she's like you said, like the most beautiful person in the movie by a wide margin, you know, and that's very clear even at the beginning. But it's such a ridiculous thing. And like, if that's not the case, that has to be so tough on the person, you know, like when you see a show that's about kids growing up and there's like one character that's constantly like ripped on for their looks and stuff. It's like that's still the person's looks. You know what yeah. I mean? And, like, that's yeah. a kid.
0: Well, one of my favorite moments was when they were on the couch and uh, June finally looked over and was like, shut the fuck up. Like, the only reason they talk to me is because they're trying to get to you. Like, right. shut. She has, like, like complete get over self-awareness yourself, about
1: her, you know, about her, about her, like, reality. And she even says as much, I think, blatantly. But, yeah. like, the movie never goes the route that it, like, I, I don't think a movie like this has to get made. But if you are going <laughs> to make one, what you should do is commit to that, the true beauties on the inside thing. Yeah. But then they double down and exactly what you're saying. The only time that she's allowed to grow is because she gets all that cosmetic shit done on her face. Like she fixes quote unquote, everything about her. And like, I I agree, Brandon, like the, the thing is that it's, she's so cartoon, it's so cartoonish that it's not realistic. Right. Yes,
2: exactly. But
1: there are definitely people (laughs) that watch this movie that aren't quote unquote, conventionally attractive. And, but, and the message that they're still getting is like, Hey, like, if you have money to, like, make yourself look beautiful, that's how you get happy. Yeah, it's get so those- fucked up. And also, like, but I want, I want to come back to this because really quickly, Josh, yeah. you skipped over what I think is the grossest part of the whole movie. Um, so he's been in love with this girl since the first grade?
0: Yeah, first since grade. They were,
1: since they were children.
0: Yeah.
1: And he has that photo of her from the first grade. He has no idea what she looks like since then because he moved away. Which means that for 20 fucking years, he's been fantasizing about a first grader. He has that photo ready to uh. fucking go. And you're fucking insane if you don't think that that actual person's jerked off to that photo. If this was a real life, like fucking, like, thing. Interesting. That dude's okay. a fucking pedophile and he should be in fucking jail. Yeah, let alone he's a, such a creep. He's
2: a stalker.
1: And yeah, he's a fucking he's stalker. A stalker. The first he's, thing we see yeah. him do is run and <laughs> sniff her fucking hair. I'm peeking the mic, Josh. Just you're like, pe- shut the fuck up. You're but it's, it's fucking bit. insane that they thought any of this was a good idea. <laughs> yeah. This wasn't even good for the mid-2000s when it no. came out. I was yeah. like, this is this is pushing for the 90s. <laughs> right. And this right. came out in 2008.
2: That being said, is it not weird that while it's so morally reprehensible and the obvious insanity of it that it's definitely like a rated pg-13 14a movie there's no nudity there's not a lot of drinking there's barely any swearing there's uh nothing super inappropriate it's just morally terrible yeah but like
0: cheap jokes when, when,
2: when you put it up josh i was like okay this is gonna be like a raunchy 18 or like whatever like rated r or like you know whatever 14 nothing and it was like oh you made this to go on tbs
0: (laughs) right or like i mean it was okay so real quick like it's funny because like it had what, like a, a nine million dollar budget? And I think I told you guys. When that I thing it up, cost
1: ninety million dollars? Nine. Oh nine okay. million.
0: Jesus
2: Christ. That makes really <laughs>
0: sense. I was like, what what did you just say? No, nine million. <laughs> it made domestically twenty seven thousand. Wow. Uh, three. Stacking. I think I think stacks it was like like stacks. a million overseas, like worldwide or whatever. So <laughs> like it I obviously wow. if, um, But like I think they they did the math as like average of like Five people per showing for the weekend. uh Anyway, so, so yeah, I mean, it's, I don't, I, I don't understand that. Like the, the the funniest, the funniest bit out of it was, I think, I don't know what joke you're talking about when you first mentioned, like the first kind of joke, but was with the ex girlfriend, like leaving, smashing a guitar over his face. That I genuinely taking, laughed when she did and that. And taking the <laughs> drawer. And he's like, Are you taking the drawer? Like,
1: and she's like, Ugh. I laughed my ass. Off. And hilarious. that was the thing. Like, when I thought, cause that's like the first thing that happens yeah. really. So I was like, oh, maybe this is a misunderstood thing. Like it, it fed, it fed my weird like argument that my brain was trying to create to keep myself sane because when she grabs the guitar and like smashes it over his head, I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> cause this guy, ate, like he sucks. She's completely right. And he's like, yeah, she's fucking crazy. She's completely justified in acting the way that she is because she's dating someone who's obsessed with a first grader and keeps her photo handy. Like it's not hidden at all. He opens his drawer and it's right there. This like six year old girl. It's fucking crazy. I felt like I was losing my mind. And then he gets run over by a car. And I was like, I hope he's dead. And the rest of the movie is him like haunting her from the afterlife. Because that's the only way I can justify this shit. But no. He goes to the fucking. Somehow. Somehow. He tracks her down on the fucking boardwalk. Which by the way. She's running and is framed on both sides. By old men who are stalking her. Yeah, And we're supposed to believe that's completely harmless. Don't forget
0: about the albino. That was sitting there. That has a restraining yeah, order. Yeah and she's
1: like they're harmless. Yeah you're supposed to keep that many feet away. It's like what the fuck am I watching. It felt like a nightmare version of like real life. I I, I genuinely couldn't. I didn't understand. And then, sorry, last thing I'll say, and I'll let other people talk. But, like, you know when we first meet them at the yoga class? Like, when we first meet her? Yeah. yeah. So, for a minute, she can't, like, get a word in. And she doesn't speak for a little bit. And I'm like, are they just not going to have her say anything the whole movie? And I was like, that's a brilliant choice. To literally not have, but then like they just were bad at structuring her intro and cause she starts talking right away and she has a lot of stuff to say. But I was like, I was so, I was, I was really trying to convince myself that this was like a masterpiece, like an ironic masterpiece. Like kind of, you know how like, have you guys ever seen Freddy Got Fingered? Yeah. So like that movie got trashed upon release, but if you watch it knowing who like, um, oh God, what's his name? Freddie Green? Tom Green. Tom Green. Uh, and you watch it like knowing his shtick, you're like, oh, this was like, Supposed to be ironic. Like he took a big budget and totally fucked with the studio. And,
2: and also I think the difference is sorry to interrupt. I think the difference is there is that going into that movie, he had a cult following. That was this whole thing already. Well, that's right? what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Like he already had like, so I was like, oh, maybe this is like a Freddie got fingered kind of thing. But no, it's just no. bad. It's just trash. No. And aside trash. from Christine Locken's like, again, genuinely sweet performance, in my opinion, there's like nothing worthwhile about it because it's just it's just Horrible. Horrible people doing and saying horrible things.
0: Yeah, because they, they bring in halfway through, they bring in just a fucking supermodel. Oh, male God, you didn't even talk about Johan to, yet. To, 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 oh, to my like, God, yeah. To, to counter or to like add to the hot couple so that you're sitting there going, like, if you've ever, you know, liked or have been like anybody like into people who are like very unconventional, it was like literally like, here is the Ken Barbie of like the society, <coughs> whatever. This is this is beauty and he's like perfect. He's like pilot. He's worked for. Doctors Across Borders or, or uh, Doctors, <laughs> yeah, that's Doctors right. Without Borders. He, he knows how to like sing a guitar, which obviously wasn't him playing while he was saying whatever. And it was just like when all those
1: people in that scene like, showed up that weren't in the cafe before just went, to start swaying. Yeah. It's like, what
0: is happening? it just? And then you're thinking, oh, maybe he's just like, maybe that's it's, it's funny that she, he's bringing in. He's, he's actually interested in June, but then obviously ob- the, the very obvious flip, you know, <laughs> And I just don't like,
1: which is crazy it's because unfortunate that that uh, <laughs> when he shows up to the costume party as speed racer for like no reason. Oh my god! <laughs>
2: oh, sorry, I'm so glad you brought that up. That's I saw I have a, a good buddy of mine, uh, uh, Winnick, who uh, like we rollerblade and shit all the time. He bikes a lot and shit, and I keep telling him I want to find him a speed racer helmet. And then I saw that I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's my favorite costume ever. That's unreal.
1: <laughs> and then like. So at that party of Paris Hilton's whole weird shtick that she tries to do like slapstick and like it's like Yeah, with the whoopee cushion
0: when it's like really she's farting right I now. I was
1: testing and you. then I was it's testing like, you <laughs> to make sure that you were real. And it's just like And she's the most fake person ever. Ever. But that's what I'm saying yeah. is they have no self-awareness. Like they think they're being clever. Just like I, I genuinely don't think that anyone was real. Like there's no director, there's no, no writer. <laughs> they were just making the shit up as they go along. But that moment where <laughs> Johan's like Yeah, I like to fix ugly girls and fuck them because they're great. Yeah, which is like leaving which leaving that alone. Like, yeah, he's like supposed to be the bad guy, I guess, like whatever, like everybody else in this movie sucks, too. (laughs) So that definitely sucks. But the way that he like Nate gets so like angry and righteous and like possessive and righteous and tries to fight him as if he's not equally as shallow. And equally as opportunistic, like this movie has no self awareness. You're talking about, about uh, Nate. Or are you talking about Nate?
0: Yeah, like the main guy. Oh, because he tries to fight. He's yeah. like he's like, how so, dare! And you? that's what, yeah. that's what I was saying before. I was like, the reason he's getting mad and he's like, oh shit, he's just using her. But it's like it's not, but now that she's like now that she has the veneers, now that she has the clean skin, it's mm-hmm. now that he's like, oh my god, I just realized that this is like, oh,
1: I just realized, you know, I, I'm it's okay I've, that I, I like her, her. Like, yeah. yeah, because they do have oh, these moments so. where like. No, what's up? Go ahead. No, no,
2: go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay, I was just going to say, there's like, there's to save this movie in the way that you're talking about, like, the turning yeah. point should have been that moment when they're like dancing at the bar, right? And she mm-hmm. still is like, hasn't gone through all the whatever procedures and stuff. And they're clearly have chemistry and are having the best time.
1: This one should have been like, committed to yeah, that. left turn, you
2: know, and then had Paris to go crazy. That would have been a way better movie.
1: If it suddenly became like a slasher where she goes nuts and kills everybody, I would have been like, "This is the best movie ever made." Are also, you kidding me? That would
2: have been less morally reprehensible. How crazy is that? That would have absolutely yeah. been
1: less morally reprehensible. You have like a Friday the Thirteenth thing going on where she puts on like she like skins Christine Lockins' ugly face and like puts it on her <laughs> and starts like murdering people. I'd, I'd watch that. Green like that. Remake that Hollywood. Make that movie with fucking Gigi Hadid instead of Paris Hilton you or whoever. Who should you write want.
2: that and send it to everybody? I'll send
1: it to. Sony, Sony's bankrupt. They need fucking shit to do. Right. Like, let's send it to Sony. They'll make it. No, sorry. But like, yeah, it's just like, that's exactly right. I was saying like, there are moments where they clearly are setting it up, Yeah, but the follow through is that he has to wait until she's beautiful. And she knows that like June is the only character with self-awareness because she's like, at the end it's like, I don't care if Johan's intentions are less than pure. I've been ugly. And like, and like, and I don't even want to say ugly, but just like, I've been like, I've had a dehumanized my entire fucking life. And now I get to lose my virginity to an objective, like hunk. Yeah. Like a, I get like to a use supermodel. him to like have sex. Like, so fuck I would yeah. be fucking, I would be like, yeah, like she knows let her fuck yeah and he's like no uh, he's lying to you as if his whole this his whole introduction to both of these women wasn't under false pretenses it's right. just fucking the reason bizarre. you're even the
0: reason you're even in la was because you had to seek out christabel or whatever the fucking name you christabel. Christabel. <laughs> uh oh, you know Jesus what i mean Christ. like you know and then parasol has this whole thing about like destiny and fit. like it's just it just meant to be because i like fate. You. <laughs> Because we just happen to Jesus be Christ. you know on the same beach at the same time, whatever. And it's like, like, oh no, I, I was stalking you, by yeah. the
1: way. Sorry. I guess I should come clean about that. I literally came from Maine. So like- <laughs> and then she and then she was like, Okay. Like, what? But I guess that makes sense given her pre-established character of just like being cool with well, the stalkers that follow her now, everywhere. Yeah.
2: Now through this conversation, I'm wondering, maybe mystery director was like, I gotta make this movie because you know, people will watch it and realize the ridiculousness of it and realize that, you know, the uh, character June should just be able to do whatever the fuck she wants in woman power.
1: But that's not what happens at the end, is that she, like, has a breakdown. I, mean, I was, uh, it. Brandon, you were, you're, trying trying you're trying so hard. You're trying so hard. To be Try, I know, it. I know, I know. But it's crazy because, like, and also the ending of this movie sucks. The whole thing This movie felt like it was outrageous. three hours long, by the way. Yeah, the pacing
0: <laughs> at 45 so minutes. Past. At 45 minutes, I remember looking at the clock and being like,
1: there's an hour left? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was probably. I it, was it was halfway closer, done. It was an hour and a half.
0: It was an hour and a half, but it was like an hour. 20 or so of like movie <laughs> yeah and like oh that's true so, were like 10 so it was like oh, i knew yeah. it was 40 more minutes and i was like i don't know if i can because i just i and i laughed i laughed at certain parts because some of the lines were so fucking stupid but that's, like, like i didn't even, i never
1: laughed at the movie it was like i can't believe that's what they went with. like i was yeah. like what that's the choice? like some of these lines of like oh my god uh, no best line, best line best line a life without orgasms It's <laughs> like a down. world without flowers. One of you explain to me what that means, because I genuinely don't understand. Orgasms are amazing,
0: man. Okay, so are flowers. Like,
1: all right, I guess I'm, I guess you're Sorry, <laughs> this movie's a masterpiece. I don't know what I was thinking.
0: No, no, no. no. I'm just saying, like a life without orgasms. like she's a horny, she's she's because... a sex positive human being.
1: Oh um, God. And but no, she was like, I don't, I don't fuck because my ugly friend doesn't fuck. Like what? Yeah. She's like, and many men have tried. Like, I don't understand what I'm (laughs) supposed to. Was that
2: a plot point? I totally missed that. Did you forget?
1: Did I make that up? No, Josh, back me up. She says,
0: no, no. She's like, I don't. She's like, as a pact, because she's
1: like her best friend. She's like, I'm not going to sleep with anyone. I'll take action wherever I can get it. Like, we know we saw the tape. Well, and I love it because she even tells (laughs) him she's like, yeah, the entire way through. Well, she's like, and before this pact, like
0: I, I literally couldn't say (laughs) no to people, and he's sitting there going, oh (laughs) god damn it, I missed it. Why did I leave school? Like
1: again, grade. the last time you saw her was in the first grade. More like a monster. <laughs> I think Jeffrey Epstein fucking ghost directed this movie.
0: Well, okay, and then this just reminds me of like some of those, just some of the quick like stupid things. You know, it's it's the it's the hypnosis <laughs> to make like make that the guy mine. like like June, but even June he time. sees as like an alien princess or whatever. And then the the midget mime, you know. And it's like I
1: love mid shit. And lines. of course,
0: the little girl says the line that this you just need, and the guy screams and runs away. Uh, even down to the back, like our first day of you know, our first semester of acting class at this, you know, at ASDS, you know, we worked on Drunk Sensory. The guy fucking downs a half bottle of Jack Daniels and no slurring whatsoever, nothing. He can like he's totally fine. But it's like, who can like I'm not I'm not holding I'm not expecting that because of the whole movie, but it's just this. I have seen cold readings of people who don't act read better than a produced scene that Paris Hilton was in, like, or even some of these. Even I would say, even Joel or Christine, um, when they, you could tell that there was a little bit there, like whatever they were trying mm-hmm. to go for. The guy who was the model, and I'm, and I'm sure he was just a fucking model that they got Clearly, for this yeah, fucking
1: movie. A,
2: yeah, and
0: yeah, Paris Hilton. Wait,
1: yes, keep keep going. But I there was an, a credit on his IMDb that was insane. But keep going. Literally, like
0: there literally nothing. Like even the best friend played his shtick, like the, the the greasy oily best friend who like lives with his mother and like, like and like eats holiday treats. Like what was that kind
1: that character felt like they tried, they found whatever, like a random stand up at the comedy store. And were like, hey, yes. you want to like improv for this movie? That makes like yeah. it was so I literally couldn't comprehend because we haven't talked about his mom at all. And she's the most bonkers bananas character in the whole movie.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like but, yeah. Uh, she also made me laugh. <laughs>
1: what is with like the constant? And again, this was something that I was like, maybe this is a subversive thing because she's just constantly watching exercise tapes like that's her character her character is she's a fucking mom that has her adult son living with her who just watches exercise tapes and she's also kind of stupid and they're
2: they're way too close and talk about like weird sex stuff
0: well and okay so if you're going to talk about like weird sex stuff that's that's true. true but then also like there's a whole thing of him like sitting on the toilet and of course they had to have that cheap ploy of like the the shit and the fart like after the scene but like my issue with it, just the frame of it was like a front shot of him sitting on the toilet. He obviously had his fucking underwear on. Like, if you do at least a little bit of like effort to make it look like he has his pants down, or is that the taking point? Shit. Is, Are
1: they saying that he just shit his pants? Did you do shit with your
2: underwear on.
0: No, because that'd be too loud. That you have to like what you said before. You have to actually <laughs> no, I know make that like <laughs> no, I wink know. to
2: the camera. I know.
1: But it doesn't happen. What do you it's just think him. That, like, that little
2: flap in the box is for it. So Pooh
1: can go through. Hey, <laughs> this, is, this is Okay, really quickly before we move too far, because I do want to keep talking about this. Yeah. Um, the Johans insane credit. I don't watch this show, but I, I know you guys do. He's like a recurring character on um, the CW Arrow show.
2: What character?
1: I don't know who this is, but his name he says uh, vigilante Vincent Sobel. I don't know who that is. Oh, oh what yeah, season was that's that? that's
2: later on. Yeah, he's pretty good. That's weird. Yeah, he's pretty good. Good for him. Really good for him. That's so interesting. Yeah, he's good. He's good. So, I don't know what happened. <laughs> so, yeah. then,
0: okay, maybe I was I was wrong. Maybe maybe well, maybe, Arrow came out in what?
2: 2000. No, that's it was a decade recent. later. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe, yeah. This the yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe this was the beginning. Maybe this was the beginning of his I'm career, saying, you know what I mean? And started working.
1: It's just it was just, you know, funny cuz like you watch this movie and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, exactly, Brandon. They just got some german guy off the plane to just be in this movie but then it looks like he's a real hack no he is and it, it's it, fucking crazy that, that's crazy
2: because he is he's good he's the, the villain in the one of the seasons he's yeah, good maybe
1: he was just learning english uh, and he was like yeah i'll be in a i'll be in a teen comedy movie but in, i guess it's actually 20 you know i guess now. that's the thing
0: though when you have something like that like in la like la has a bad rap for just surface left like actors who just love they don't they don't necessarily love the craft. They just love being in shits. So people can recognize them, and they can make the money to do whatever. You know, well, I also uh, it's a different way in. You know, for them, and I feel like this movie kind of portrays portrays what I what I have heard for some of. You know, I'm not saying this for everybody in L. A. There are a lot of brilliant actors who live and work in L. A. And a lot of young act, artists that are coming up. But I do hear a lot of stories, especially from my friend Derek. About you know these acting classes, it's like the show the show Barry like they kind of make fun of it Barry but it is you are what your last credit is you know oh yeah I played you know the day player you know I was the bartender in NCIS or whatever Los you know CIS CIS at Los Angeles and that's so cool you know I got I'm an actor you know and then they go off and do their whatever they need to do it's like don't get me wrong like I would love to be a day player in any kind of network television show you know whatever. I'm just—it's just how you go about and how you see yourself doing that, and I think this movie definitely shows that bad side of what acting is in LA and who how people perceive themselves. You know. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean,
2: I, sorry, sorry. Uh, I don't know—it's an LA thing. You know, it's a tough thing to uh, separate yourself, especially when you're talking about acting specifically, right? Like, I think we all kind of. Do, I don't know about you guys. I've had a problem with that, especially in the last year since leaving school. Obviously, leaving school is different. You're playing seven characters at once all the time, and you know what I mean. But since leaving school and booking jobs and stuff, yeah, it's I, I definitely felt that way. So I don't know if that's like I think that's representative of an LA thing, but acting wise, it's pretty.
1: Well, I think it. I think it's an industry wide thing, mm-hmm. but LA is the most industry town out of any of the big ones that you're gonna work in, right? Like Chicago and New York and Toronto, and like, you know, uh, Atlanta now they all have, at least there's like a pretense of art involved, even if that's not, you know, you still get those types of people, but LA has that reputation of just being a really superficial town. And I don't think that like, you know, I think that's totally okay to say, cause it's true. Like it has that reputation and not without good yeah. reason, but that doesn't mean there aren't independent artists trying to like, you know, work genuinely in that system. Of course, but 100%, like, yeah. This movie is indicative of everything <laughs> wrong with the industry, for sure. <laughs> and it's not an accident that that it takes place in L.A. <laughs> yeah. because that's it is. It attracts those kinds of people. It's a superficial town. I mean, you know, that's not something anything new has been. I mean, my my favorite
0: quote was from uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Was he? You know, him just loving New York more than L.A. Because in L.A., every time somebody enters the room, people look around to see if it's a celebrity, right? In New York City, you can go to the bodega and you could be. Philip fucking seymour hoffman and the the deli guys are like what's up how's it going yeah no i don't whatever you know what i mean it's like yeah, it's a, i saw you in that it's thing a different mentality no, you know it's, it's so like different. new york city like we're busy like we, we don't have time to like ooh and ah and take you know whatever if you can it's great but like but you know what i mean like i helped tina fey at my first barista gig and her daughter and i was like i, I had a moment but then I was like, no, it's just, it's just, it's Tina Fey with her daughter trying to get some coffee and a sandwich before she goes off and does whatever she wants. Like, yeah, you know what <laughs> I mean. So like, and even like the guys from the league were filming something nearby, and they all came in for lunch. And Badass. I was like,
1: holy fucking shit!
0: I love your show, yeah. but like, you That's know, such I a good
1: Segue. It. Uh, so
0: you know the league. So yeah, Paul Sheer,
1: definitely, definitely uh, a different vibe. Paul Shear is in the league. He's Andre, the ball guy that everybody makes fun of, and he and his wife. June, Diane Raphael, and Jason Manzukis have a podcast called How Did This Get Made? I don't know if you guys have listened to it. And they cover uh, they cover this um, movie on one of the episodes. Really? And June reveals that she auditioned for the Christine Lockham part. Um, Wait, you mean Christine Lockham auditioned for the June part? No, because her, her real name's June, and she auditioned for the character of June, this other actress. Oh, and the, okay. but that was eventually played by Christine Locke Okay, that was very so. That was a very convincing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. statement. She's oh, also and it just made
2: me- I mean, she. But she's that's crazy too. Because when you're saying like as as good as Christine was, mm-hmm. like you said that you know her careers, I guess I didn't look at her IMDb. It's been more sparse. June is in literally everything.
1: She was in fucking Zodiac. Like, she's, she's no, and, just then, in everything. And then
2: since then, just every, I mean, every no, sitcom, she- she's in, I mean, New Girl, she's their, like, uh, lesbian daughter friend, you know, she just, she's in everything and hilarious.
1: Yeah, she's, no, I she her, she was better off not being involved, I, I, <laughs> for sure. But I, it's just so funny, because I, I listened to this, or I listened to their take on it before yeah. this, so that I didn't, you know, I wanted to see... <laughs> What and you know, just listening to Jason Manzucas talk about anything is great.
2: I mean, there's some episodes of that podcast that are some of the funniest things I've ever heard.
1: Yeah, if you're listening, and you haven't, you got to listen to the Deep Blue Sea episode. That's uh, the best episode of that podcast that's m- ever yeah. been recorded. Um, and also, Deep Blue Sea is a movie we should absolutely do on this podcast at some
2: point. The little Samuel but, Jackson,
1: <laughs> we're kind of, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what else there is to say. I, I think that, uh, <laughs> I think this movie's mostly irredeemable garbage. However, my last hot take is I, I I, still don't think it's the worst movie we've watched on this podcast. Really? If you held a gun up to my head and you said it's either this or The Dark Tower and you got to watch I'll one again, I would watch this suck again. suck it. If you
2: held it up to my head and said it's <laughs> this or Purple Rain, easy choice.
1: Are you... You seriously would rather watch <laughs> this than <over laughs> Purple Rain? 100%. Okay. No, I would... Okay, no, I would
0: definitely... I would definitely... Disagreed. both feel like I feel like this is the worst movie because at least with tower, <laughs> I was I was confused and it was super rushed and I was like, eh, but I still was able to like be entertained enough to like, okay, cool. That was it, what's going on? That this movie? one I literally watched with a scowl on my face the entire time. <laughs> okay. And I never do that. Okay,
2: and okay. you know? this one, morally awful, right? Terrible. Just bad mortals. Not good for anybody. Purple Rain. Super famous Prince beating the shit out of women the entire movie. Worse. But they didn't justify
1: that choice. And we've argued about this on a couple episodes. I think that they just poorly communicated that that was supposed to be something bad. It doesn't matter. They didn't. They did not. It does matter. Intentionality matters. I'm saying like compared to the two where this movie's actual like big moral finale is something that is objectionably awful. Okay, that's fair. Like, like, whereas Prince, it was like supposed to be, oh, he's like troubled and they handled it terribly but they didn't justify okay. that okay. choice all
2: right let me back up then let me back up then let me try again then. let me try again
1: okay
2: <laughs> one movie has okay. uh prince shirtless for most mm-hmm. of it hell yeah <laughs> one movie has uh christina whatever who's very beautiful so if you know we're just going yeah, off of beautiful. terrible movies guess we're gonna have <laughs> to watch purple rain <laughs> No, I'm just, think, really, I'm just uh, joking. I'm going to watch the, audio they're not. the
1: black or the But the dark power, I think, is still worse because I don't understand how you can... It, like, just as a fan of the books, I felt betrayed. Yeah. And also, yeah. how do you make Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey both uncharismatic? Yeah. That makes... I don't understand how they fucking accomplished that. Yeah. So I would, I would say a that's still the there. worst. A lot of cutting there. This is still... Well, to be clear, this is still fucking garbage, and I'm not <laughs> saying I will ever watch this movie again, but if if a uh, fucking hitman came up to me and said, you're going to fucking die unless you watch either The Hottie and the Naughty or The Dark Tower right now. I'm going to pick The Hottie and the Naughty. It's also shorter.
0: I think it's also shorter. <laughs> <laughs> <I think>, uh, <laughs> no, I think they're both hour and a half. No, 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 One's two hours. No, I, The Dark Tower was like an hour 40,
1: I think. It was like just over. Okay. I and think we're
0: uh, uh, with that. I think we're ready to rate. I don't think it's a surprise, but I, I think I think we're good. I, th- I think we should.
1: Yeah, I gave it a one star.
0: Obviously, I'm gonna give it. I don't. Can we we do half stars?
1: If you want, I can't do that to Christine Lockin though. I because that's good. that's
0: the thing. The saving grace is Christine. So is she? Is it saving grace to get a half star? or Saving grace to be a one star? I'm gonna have to go half.
2: One half. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go one because. I, I, I was I, again she was fantastic
1: she was so she good really genuinely she's really good
2: man, really yeah. good, man. And, I, and i'm a big fan of uh of the what's his name i i you know obviously this is the movie is brutal but i i i find him entertaining in everything that he's yeah in, he had you know? a, he
1: had a good run in the mid-2000s Dude, he was his, like in a lot of his stuff, character and then... in
2: grandma's boy is one of the funniest characters of all time all right. Have you not seen Grandma's in, Boy, he, Caleb? No. Oh, my God. Christmas you got to watch Grandma's Boy. Boy. It's like, it's, uh, Happy Madison. Josh, have you seen it? I don't think so. Oh, guys. Oh, never mind. Go on. on. Oh, wait.
0: No, it's, well, now it's your, it's
2: your past. Right. We're watching Grandma's Boy. We're watching no, Grandma's Boy. Come on. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's a great right. movie. You guys are going to love it. I'm telling you. It's a cult classic comedy. It's, uh, a Happy Madison production. It's, uh,
1: you're just going to get mad. You're going to get mad because I'm not going to like it. You're going to like it.
2: Watch. You're going to like it. Trust me. It's-
0: Brandon, we've done 30 episodes. So this is episode 31, by the way. Isn't that crazy? It's uh, insane. Yeah, a little quarantine crazy. project. You you know Caleb, Brandon. <laughs> I you know, do.
2: That's what I'm telling you. Look, we got a super young Jonah Hill in it. Um, a super young Nick Schwarzman. Nick Schwarzman wrote it, by the way.
1: Oh, great. I'm looking forward See what to it now.
2: See what okay, Josh, me and yeah. you are going to love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> great. Here's the thing. Is as long as you can you can uh, guarantee me that this will be the Listerine to get the taste of well, Hottie 100%, or Naughty
2: out of my mouth. 100%. This movie... And then
0: we can actually move on to like This movie go back is to, the
2: straight-to-DVD you know. movie that the Hottie or Naughty wishes it could be on every level.
0: Okay. Right. Okay, oh, I have to pay okay. for it. Is it streaming anywhere? Um. Oh, yeah. See if it's streaming anywhere. Also,
2: you guys are going to watch this movie and be like, oh, this is where so many of those random lines that he says come from. <laughs>
0: I get Brandon so much yeah, more yeah, yeah. after this movie. Like, have you ever
2: heard when I'm just like, oh, how can he see me? Like, that's a line from that. Or like, <laughs> uh, oh, I think he fucking shattered it. That's like a Jonah Hill line from that where he gets kicked in the shin. Um, I wonder if I have to. You I might, I, Josh, I think it was so big when we were like in early high school as like a straight to DVD type of, like I watch it. Like s- super
0: bad type it, of exactly, stuff. Yeah. Exactly,
2: exactly yeah. like yeah. that. I watched it so many times. I
0: might have like a long time ago, but I don't remember any of it to so, like, Say that don't worry about it. we don't have to watch Cardinelli. it. Dude, yeah, but, dude, it's, um, it's
2: the grandmother from Everybody Loves Raymond. Is like the yeah. it's 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 great, man. It's a really fun movie. Like it's it's just a nice When's fun the last comedy. time you watched it? How recent pretty real like I'd say a year and a half ago, two years ago.
0: Cool. Well great. I we have grandma's boy next. Um <laughs>
1: sweet. I'm Jazz. Thank you
0: for coming on this journey uh with us and thanks for sitting through. Um I'm not even going to apologize because it was worth it <laughs> for the conversation and for Caleb being hot the Dude, whole time. I
1: was so upset the whole I time. I love it.
0: I hope he feels better, though, that he got it all out. Yeah. Well, probably not. We'll probably do like a, a sub-episode of just Caleb <laughs> for just, a half hour. I'm just
1: me. No. So
0: uh, be sure to check us out on uh, the YouTube and social medias. Uh, yeah. Anything else I need to say? We do have a, excited for a special episode coming up, you know, in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. Uh, with a, now. you know, with a guest star, Tim Kalkoff. But what's uh, special?
1: What else is special about
0: it? What else is special about it is that oh, it's going to be live streaming. Yes. So we figured out the video stuff. So keep tuned for that um, on Twitch and exciting things to come. We're kind of getting, getting the ball rolling. It kind of feels yeah, more official awesome. on us each
1: day. So. Awesome. Anything else,
2: guys? Um, make sure you follow Caleb at Letterboxd.
1: Yeah, I invited you guys. Did you guys join? No, yet? I forgot. No, yet. But I will. I
2: forgot. I'm forgetful.
1: I was not feeling well last night, so I wrote a like a very impassioned uh, defense of Pacific Rim last night. I, like one of the I
2: want to read that. Wow. I love Pacific Rim. <laughs> I want to read that.
1: <laughs> that movie's great. Just, I
2: gotta watch the uh the Evangelion movies. I've only seen the first one.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, we got to talk about that at some point too. If, we're, if we ever take a break, if that we're gonna have to just watch the whole show. Oh, I
2: talk love it. it. I watched. I mean, I watched <laughs> right. it recently.
1: Yeah. No. Um, it's the best. But yeah, I, th- I, think, I think that's it. <laughs> anyway, that's it. All right, guys.
0: Have a good week. We'll catch you guys next week. Uh, be sure to tune in for Grandma's Boy.
2: Well, I don't know why you're so negative about
1: this. It's gonna be great. Okay. I mean, we'll see.